Welcome to episode 3 of episode, oh my god Yeah Welcome to episode 3 of season 2 of Lessons with Lion. I know I haven't been producing podcasts as frequently as you'd like me to, but it's been really busy, guys. Like, yo, building a business is not child's play, and I've really been going in hard on the business development of my agency, so I've just been really busy, and if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I've been doing a lot of talks, entrepreneurship talks, marketing talks, so I've been very busy, but the great thing about this is that I've been collecting so much knowledge, and I'm going to share it with you guys. July is going to be a content fiesta. Okay, you'll forget that I wasn't around for the past two months. So I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be talking to you. And I'm really excited about today's podcast because it's something that a lot of people ask me about when I go to talks. Can you guess what it is? I know you already see the title, but I mean, you know, let's just have some fun with it. So when I go to talks, a lot of the time, especially marketing talks, people ask me, how do I use social media for my business? Ah, oh, but it's so expensive. And when I try to use adverts, I don't really get my money's worth out of it. So like, what can I do? And I thought to myself, okay, since this is the problem that so many business people are facing, entrepreneurs are facing, let me do a podcast about social media for business in 2019. Now, this podcast is basically me providing you with information and maybe a few tools that you can use to help grow your business's social media without having to spend a lot of money. If you know me, if you've been following my podcast and my tweets, you know I am a bootstrapper of note. I hate spending money on things. So whenever I can find a way to creatively not spend money but get a lot of value out of something, that is exactly what I do. So I thought, okay, let me do a podcast about social media for business and hopefully you guys can use these tips that I'm giving you to grow your social media without having to spend a lot of money. Being an entrepreneur in South Africa is not easy. Unemployment has gone up and it's actually going to get even worse towards the end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020. So we really can't afford to spend money where we don't have. 
And this is not to say that you shouldn't spend money on your marketing efforts in your business. You really should spend money on your marketing efforts. But you also have to be smart. The same way you would, you know, find creative ways to cut your budget in your legal side or your finance side or your HR side. It's the same way you would do with your marketing side. So it's not to say that you shouldn't spend money in marketing. But we're just saying you can be clever about where you spend your money. And these are some of the spaces where you can be creative about not spending money. Okay, so let's get into it. The truth is that in 2019, social media is going to get even more difficult for business. I know you don't want to hear that, but it's true. The supply of content exceeds demand and paid reach is failing dramatically. All of the platforms, every single social media platform wants to make you pay to play. And that makes social media so difficult. But I truly believe that organic reach is not dead yet. And I really believe that we can find creative ways to win at social media with organic reach. For those of you who don't understand what organic reach is, organic reach is basically being able to reach your customer or your targeted audience without having to pay, without having to use, you know, tools that manipulate certain things or advertise you it's just about really producing content that allows people to engage with you and you reach them that way without using advertising essentially so let's think about this carefully social media is really powerful there are over 3 billion social media users in the world 3 billion social media users in the world So this is big and it's hectic and it's quite daunting for the average business person or the average entrepreneur. This means that your business is competing with practically 2.99 billion other social media accounts for people's attention. I mean, listen, take a cup, take a sip, just take a sip of your tea or whatever you're drinking there. Because this is not a joke. This is not a small thing. You really have to be cognizant of what it means. So I thought, okay, since we are competing with 2.99 billion people, we need to have really great strategies that we can use if we want to use organic reach to reach our customers. Because most of that 2.99 billion is probably using paid advertising to get to their customers. So already they're a little bit of a step ahead, you know? And you're not just competing with entrepreneurs, with small businesses, you're competing with corporates who have huge budgets to pay for adverts. So you really have to be creative and smart about how you use your social media for your business to reach your audience in an organic way. The first tip I'm going to give you is, and a lot of people don't think about this, but remember, I always say the numbers are everything. The numbers show you everything. If you want to see how well your social media is doing, look at the numbers. And this is one of the first numbers I want you to look at. So the first half an hour of a post going live is going to make or break your post. So you need to get engagement very early on. All social media platforms love to do this. So you have to really be a master at this. And by engagement, we mean likes, comments, etc. So let's use Instagram as an example. Let's use Instagram's algorithm as an example. So first, when you post a a picture, it is shown to a small percentage of your audience. And then Instagram measures how quickly the post is engaged with, liked with, commented on, etc. 
And then Instagram will compare the post you shared to similar posts that were shared around the same time and day previously. If your photo is attracting a lot of engagement, Instagram will show it to a higher percentage of your audience and maybe even share it on the explore page, which is like that home page. But if your photo doesn't attract a lot of engagement initially, it will get pushed further down the page and less of your audience will see it. So it's very important to be aware of how your post does in the first 30 minutes. And I mean, I've also tried it on my own post on Instagram and just by understanding that little, 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 little point, my Instagram has actually grown really quickly. So I wouldn't undermine this point. And think about this. You need to be driving engagement from very early on. So you need to be driving comments. You need to be driving likes to your picture from very early on. And this will drive your reach and the longevity of your post. This stands true for every single social media platform, whether it's Twitter, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, it's all the same. It's important to know your algorithms. And this is going to be fundamental in mastering social media in 2019. It's all about the numbers. Understand your algorithms and you will succeed in your social media pursuits. And it will also inform your tactics. When you understand your algorithm, it will inform your tactics and help you excel and make you far more agile than the competition. So really understand your algorithms. Check that first 30 minutes, drive your post, make sure it gets bumped up and not bumped down. The second tip I want to share with you and this tip, you know, it seems really silly and really petty, but it changes how your post is interacted with and how the algorithm pushes your post. And this is, please listen carefully, where possible, avoid outbound links. What's an outbound link? An outbound link is basically when you copy paste a link of, let's say, your website or another site that's not the app onto the app. So let's say I'm on Twitter and I want to make a tweet and I want people to go onto my website. And in that tweet, I add a link to my website. Already, that's going to reduce the rate at which my tweet is successful because the algorithm is not going to want me to get people to go out of Twitter. So what it's going to do is going to bump down my post. So let me explain this further. If you want to get your post ranked highly, really early on, Every social media platform wants you to stay on that platform. So it basically means that they can serve you more ad impressions and make more money. Do you understand what I'm saying? So where possible, you must avoid outbound links because you want to get your post ranked very highly early on. And when you put an outbound link, the social media site will not serve you because you're going to be asking people to leave that platform to go to another one. So by not posting an outbound link in your first post at the very least, then you are ensuring that your post can be ranked up and pushed up. You know, it's business for them too. When you add a link, you're making people leave the platform and so less people are actually engaging with the platform. And when you let people stay, they get something out of it. They get, you know, more ad rev from it. They get a lot from it in the long run. So you want to make sure that your first post, at the very least, doesn't tell people to leave the platform. And then the platform will reward you by bumping you up. 
but there are ways around this because i mean there's sometimes you're posting something and you really do want to share a link like for me on twitter i want to share a link of my podcast so i have to find a creative way to do that if you look on platforms like facebook and linkedin you can avoid outbound links in your main post by commenting with the link you want to share as the first comment in the comment section of your post and this is also something that you can do with hashtags so for example let's say i want to tweet about my podcast i can have the first tweet just talking about my podcast but the second tweet underneath that tweet can be the link to the podcast so that doesn't affect how much twitter bumps up my posts it's going to allow me to get my post bumped up because in the first tweet i'm not asking people to leave the website and in terms of instagram for instance you don't have to actually put hashtags in your first post in your you know what i mean so when you are posting your picture and you have a caption don't post a hashtag in that caption what you do is you post your picture with a caption and then in your comment section the first comment is actually hashtags and that allows your post to be driven up trust me guys this works so well i have benefited so much from doing this and it also looks actually much cleaner and people interact with your post so much more because it doesn't feel so advertising you know it doesn't feel like you're saying i'm only gonna say this because i want you to go on my website it comes across more organic more conversational and more social so i would really recommend that if you want your post to get bumped up that you want to share an outbound link and another tip with outbound links please 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 don't just copy paste the link and post it in your comment section please don't do that because the link is usually bulky and it's long and it's just unattractive and you don't want to click on it what you should be using is link shortening apps before you post your link so basically what you do is you would go on a website like bitly i love bitly bitly.com and what you do is you copy paste your your link from whatever website and then you go to bitly paste it into bitly and bitly will shorten that link into something that's smaller more concise and much nicer to interact with and you know what else that does for you it means that you have more space to type so instead of having to paste this long link you've got the short link and then you can type something else within that you know and that's honestly one of the best things i've i've used link shortening apps they are awesome they literally change the facade of your social media so as a business use link shortening apps in your instagram bio in your twitter bio in your facebook bio and in your comments everywhere you're using a link shorten the link another great thing about these link shortening apps is that they usually have compositions that allow you to track even more metrics so you can check how many people clicked on the link to go on the website things like that where the person comes from uh what their gender is it's really helpful so try as hard as you can not to just copy paste your link but to actually shorten it with a link shortening tool that's my second tip and i really think as a business you should be aware of that tip because it will change your life The third tip I have is not necessarily social media but it ties in with it in some way. And that is there's this thing called the subject line trick with email marketing. And basically what that is about is that you know when you're doing email marketing 
a lot of the time you find with your first email, you might not get the engagement that you want or the responses that you want. So you want to send the same content again, but you don't want to use the same subject line because then it will just disengage people and make it seem like you didn't try at all. So what a lot of companies are doing is they'll send the first email out with a certain subject. And then maybe a couple of days later, when they get their metrics back, they'll send exactly the same email out again to people who didn't open the email, but with a different subject line. Because research has shown that different people click different things and they're interested by different things, even though the content might be the same, but how they are attracted to the content would be different. And so it would need to be worded differently for different people. And so that's the subject line emailing trick that a lot of companies use. And it's actually really important to be aware of how you send emails. I think I also wanted to do a thread about that. I'll probably do it by the end of this week because a lot of people aren't sending emails that are engaging. And this is problematic if you want to run a thriving business that involves and incorporates email marketing. So the rate at which people open your emails is called an open rate. And when you use the subject line trick for email marketing, your open rate increase this is a social distribution hack that allows you to improve the reach and engagement of your owned media owned media is any web property that you can control and that is unique to your brand for example a website the more owned media you have the more chances you have of extending your brand presence in the digital sphere so what that means is you know the more websites etc that you have outside of your social media the more of a reach you have in different spaces because you are everywhere essentially you're not just where social media is you're on the net as well you're anywhere where digital can be you are there you're anywhere where digital can be. There are over 1.5 billion pieces of content being released onto the internet every single day. Guys, are you hearing that stat? There are over 1.5 billion pieces of content being released onto the internet every single day. This means that you need to do a lot to get noticed and sharing identical content repeatedly just doesn't work the algorithm the algorithm will pick it up and your fans will pick it up and so you lose engagement with your followers but also the social media platform that you're using won't prioritize your posts because it knows you're going to be posting exactly the same thing what's really great is that you can actually use content analyzer tools that will help you plan post and measure the success of your posts one of my favorite tools to use is a tool called Plan, P-L-A-N-N, P-L-A-N-N. And what Plan does is you use it for Instagram and it allows you to plan your Instagram page, pick a filter that works for your page, create a theme, but also measure your numbers for Instagram. So your engagement, your reach, all of those wonderful things, it creates reports for you daily or monthly, depending on your needs. So I'd suggest that you look into that if you have a small business, just to understand exactly how to manage your social media and make it easy for you to navigate through the social media landscape. The fourth tip that I have for you is engineer your marketing. Engineering your marketing simply means giving away something valuable for free and selling something related at a later stage. I do that a lot and I found that it really works because sometimes people have to 
test your product to see if you know what you're really selling is that good of a quality product or that kind of good of a quality service or whatever they may need to test so especially if people don't know you if they don't know you they're going to need to have a taste of something that you do before they buy into you and what's lovely about social media is you're not really giving away product for free unless you are giving away your ip so for instance when i tweet i tweet a lot of threads about marketing and that's giving away my ip for free i am giving people tips that they can use for their businesses for their lives etc etc from a marketing perspective and so i'm giving away my ip which is something valuable and i'm giving it away for free and then later on i might publish a book or get paid to talk about exactly the same thing at a corporate and that's me selling something related at a later stage and that's basically engineering your marketing what really works well in the field of engineering your marketing is quizzes neil patel who's a super marketer found that the most popular content type shared by far on social media are quizzes quizzes feed our egos and they feed our identities quizzes give people a glimpse of who we are what we like and what our interests are and also it shows people what we value but the trick with quizzes is that you have to ask the right questions if you don't ask the right questions people are not going to engage guys think about it if quizzes make people feel good about themselves if they give us a glimpse into who they are then quizzes really have to talk about something that is personal to the person so that it makes them want to share that knowledge it makes them want to engage with the content when you ask the right questions with quizzes you really gain a lot from it and you have several options when it comes to quizzing apps and just quizzes on the actual social media platform so if you're looking for quizzing apps that you can also use on your email or on your website then a few suggestions are things like typeform t y p e f o r m outgrow which is o u t g r o w or surveymonkey I know SurveyMonkey very well because I started using it long time ago when I made my first business website and it worked very well. But what I'm really excited about is the fact that all of these social media platforms that exist from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram now have their own quiz functions that you can use to create quizzes on your social media platform. What I love about this is that it's easy, you know, unlike survey mankin outgoing type form you don't have to do as much work to create a quiz but also what's lovely about it is your social media algorithm won't push you down because you won't be adding an outbound link to get people to try a quiz as you would with the survey monkey quiz on your website so because the quiz is native to the platform your content will be pushed up by the algorithm which is great so i'm definitely team use quiz functions on the actual social media platform instead of encouraging people to leave it the fifth tip or the fifth point that we are going to explore in terms of social media marketing for your business is start a conversation remember it's social media it's about conversations Social media is going to start favoring posts that generate meaningful conversations for users to have a better experience. Therefore, they've killed the reach of page posts in favor of friends and family. Mark Zuckerberg made a press release saying, 
over the next few months, we will be making updates to ranking so that people have more opportunities to interact with the people they care about. So the lesson here and the message here is be social, start the conversation, mediate the conversation, get involved in the conversation. And remember, be meaningful, which means what? Be authentic. Don't talk about things that you don't know unless you're talking about the fact that you don't know them. Be authentic. If you're not, people are going to see through it. So how do you start a conversation? Well, it's simple, but it's also actually quite tricky. And you start a conversation by getting clever with the copyright. By copyright, I mean the words that you actually use on anything that you post on social media. So whether it is the words in your tweet or the words in your poster, any words, any writing, that would be your copyright. So get clever with your copyright. Write copy that actually elicits a response from people. For example, ask a question. Ask people for their opinions. Talk about trending topics. Clickbait topics always work very well. Clickbait just means triggering topics. And also write copy for a person, not a following. David Ogilvy once said, and I think this is a very important point, do not address your audience as though they were gathered together in a stadium. When people read your copy, they are alone. Let me say that again. Do not address your audience as though they were gathered together in a stadium. When people read your copy, they are alone. So what does this mean? When you have a message, when you write copy, write for the individual, not for a group. Because the individual is sitting alone reading your copyright. They're not reading it with everybody else. Their social media experience is very personal to them. So talk to the individual, not a group. Also, use the right content medium. Depending on the kind of content you create, different mediums will work for different platforms. For example, live videos work very well on Facebook and they often lead to discussion among viewers on Facebook. Live videos on average get six times more views as regular videos. Let me say that again. Live videos on Facebook on average get six times more views as regular videos. So keep that in mind. If you've got a business a service business where you're hosting a panel or even a product where you're hosting a tasting, use your live video function because you will get serious, serious engagement. Another tip that's part of the starting a conversation conversation is always respond. Always respond to the people who comment on your content. Traditional media is billboards, etc. And social media is conversational. So your profile is an extension of your brand. It is, you need to have a conversation with the people who are there. Otherwise, you're going to be some kind of a ghost, you know, because you're not responding. So people feel like they're kind of speaking alone. And it's also a form of rejection for the user if you're not responding. Respond, be conversational. Your product or business or brand should matter enough that when somebody says something about it, you want to engage in that conversation. So please respond. They often say in marketing that it is better to have no profile than an inactive profile profile so be active our sixth point which is really exciting for me because i feel like the future is this and our sixth point is use video more than 80 percent of all web traffic will be video more video content is uploaded in 30 days than major u.s television stations have created in 30 years 
more video content is uploaded in 30 days than major US television stations have created in 30 years. That's the power of video. This is relevant because video is everywhere. There's so much content produced that users are even getting used to interacting with a wider range of brands other than just YouTube stars with video. Your brand needs to be one of the brands that customers are engaging with. So use video. Let me give you a few stats about video so that you can just understand the power of this, this content medium. According to research by Forrester, one minute of video is worth 1.8 million words. Video is going to continue to reign supreme throughout 2019 on all platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever you are, video is going to reign supreme. Social video generates 1,200% more shares than text and image combined. 64% of consumers purchase after watching branded social media videos. And 92% of mobile video consumers share videos with other users. If you are a small business, if you're a business or corporate, this point is very important because you have to think about the fact that if people are sharing 92% of mobile video, right, is being shared with other users, then when you create video content, you need to create content that works for mobile because most people are consuming their video on mobile. And the power of mobile is that you can share the video. You know, you can share it. It's not like just watching on YouTube. You can actually share the video. It can penetrate so many more places than the person could reach on their own. Mobile video consumption rises by 100% each year. I mean, if this is not a reason to start making videos, I don't know what is. Mobile video consumption rises by 100% each year. Mark Zuckerberg announced that the social network is generating 8 billion video views daily, while Snapchat is generating 10 billion views per day. And over 60% of video consumption is consumed over mobile phone. So be careful of that. More than 60% of video consumption is consumed over mobile phone. I will just leave it at that. Always post videos natively. Natively just means uploaded straight onto the platform. Make the video for the platform, you know, so that you're not using outbound links. So if you have a Facebook video, upload the video for Facebook and then have another one that you upload for Twitter and another one that you upload for Instagram so that the algorithm doesn't bump you down for adding an outbound link to the posts. Remember, whenever you add outbound links, the algorithm pushes you down and you don't want that. Our seventh point, and this one is very tricky just because it's about psychology and science and you have to understand exactly what's being said to be able to maximize on these points. But there is a science behind why some people share some things more than they share others. And this is a statement that was made from a book called Contagious. And it's all about the study of what makes content contagious, what makes things contagious, viral. Remember, social media are technologies and not strategies. And you have to understand why people share certain things in order to get social media to work for you. So according to the book Contagious... They've listed about six reasons 
or six points about why people share what they share. The first one is social currency. The first one is social currency. People care about how they look to others. Whenever you craft new content for social media, ask yourself, is this remarkable? The second reason is triggers. What's going to be top of mind or tip of tongue for your audience? In other words, triggers can be clickbaity content or it can be what's trending, you know, on Twitter, things like that. Those are triggers because it's conversations that people are already having or arguments that people are already having and you're just placing yourself in that. Triggers. The third one is emotion. Emotional content often goes viral. When we care, we share. That's actually a concept that's been used a lot these days. When we care, we share. Focus on feelings rather than function and kindle the fire using high arousal emotions. So when we say focus on feelings rather than function, so when we say focus on feelings rather than function, what we're saying is, you know when they market a lipstick for instance, they don't really talk about the fact that the lipstick you know, uh, lasts for 24 hours or whatever. Those are secondary points. The function is a secondary point. But what they convey is the fact that if you wear this lipstick, you're going to be the most beautiful woman in the room. That's the emotion, the, emu- the emotion of being adored, the emotion of being the center of attention. So it's the same with social media, use emotion. The fourth point is practical value. Content that has practical value often goes viral. So these things are how-tos, hacks, you know? Um, Those things work very well because if the hack is applicable to someone's life, they'll share that with the people around them because most of us share solutions with each other. So if you've got a hack on how to peel onions without crying, that's something that people are going to share. And it's also a broad topic. So many people are interested in that kind of thing, you know, because many of us cook every day and we peel onions and we cry. So that's what we mean by practical value. How, what are you teaching us? And is what you're teaching us applicable to our everyday lives? If it is, we're going to share it. The fifth one is public. So when we say public, we're saying something is built to show, it will be built to grow. The more public something is, the more likely people will imitate it. So the more public is in terms of the more it can be used publicly without any restrictions, you know, like a video of puppies, you know, or the more it can be used by many people and advertise itself. That's what we mean by public. So for instance, and actually before I get into this point, let me just continue further with this public point. When you make something public, you design products and initiatives that advertise themselves. So for example, red bottom shoes, Louis Vuitton, we all know them. If someone's walking around with a pair of heels and they have red bottoms, you know it's Louis V. And you can also create products or design products that create some visible behavioral residue. So for example, live strong bracelets, you know, things that show that you're part of a community that's doing something bigger visible behavioral residue on social media visibility is social proof which means people assume the actions of others in an attempt to reflect correct behavior for a given situation that's social proof people assume the actions of others in an attempt to reflect correct behavior for a given situation 
Things like visible likes, comments, and shares, that's visible engagement. A post with high social proof is going to appear more credible or higher quality than other posts with less visible engagement. This is also called wisdom of the crowd. I know I'm going into many definitions, but bear with me here, we're almost done with them. So this is also called wisdom of the crowd. And wisdom of the crowd is a type of social proof when a large group of people is seen to be endorsing your brand. Think of things like Batu shoes or flat tummy tea. By having millions of customers or lots of likes and followers, it gives people the assurance or it makes your brand credible. In other words, people look at it and think this many people can't be wrong. When they look at your post, they think, well, this many people can't be wrong for liking this thing. Therefore, this thing must be great. So let me like it too, which is why early engagement is key. Early engagement equals more reach, equals more potential for more engagement, equals more engagement. So like the cycle is the same. The more engagement you have, the better your reach, the more engagement you get. So engagement is important. Early engagement is important. And the last one is stories. Share good stories, guys. You need to share life experiences. Your life is unique. If you can tie your personal experiences into your content, you will do much better because you will stand out from the crowd. This is also part of making somebody authentic. And this is something that Neil Patel said. It makes it more authentic and much harder to replicate content that has a story and that has a personal story. So be fun, be educational, be thought provoking and be different. Share stories, share unique and personal stories. Our eighth tip about social media for business is be visual. In a social media landscape where supply exceeds demand, your visual real estate can either make or break your engagement. Posts with lots of visual content are really going to excel. Even on platforms like Twitter or LinkedIn, use all the visual aids you can use, GIFs, emojis, imagery, anything that drives emotion use images but never please listen carefully never ever 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 use stock photos in marketing we say that stock images are the best way to blend in a customer can tell when you did not make that content yourself they can tell because it's impersonal and it doesn't fit the words that you use for your brand doesn't fit your copy never use stock images if you have to use them sparingly Stock photos are a turn off to readers because they are so impersonal. So please don't use them. Our ninth tip is have a plan and have a schedule. Having a core social media plan can help you create consistency and retention. Fill in gaps, create consistent interaction and reach, figure out what works and what doesn't, free up more time, develop and outline your brand story, and just make your life so much easier. Two tools I recommend just because, I mean, they're used everywhere and they work, you know, they're proven products is Hootsuit, which is H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E and Buffer, B-U-F-F-E-R. Those are great. They will help you plan your social media. They'll help you time your posts. They'll help you read the metrics. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And our last tip is know exactly what you want. What is your goal for being on social media for 2019? 
Figure out what matters between your soft metrics, which are fluffy, like reach, engagement, sessions driven from social sources, and hard metrics, which people say are the metrics that really matter. So influenced MQLs, which is attribution reporting, and new leads generated. Because a small group of highly engaged followers is more important than a large following of ghosts. Ghosts don't share. So know exactly what you want from your social media and what your goal for being on social media is for 2019. Then you can interpret all of your metrics, the hard and the soft, properly because you know exactly what you need from them. I hope that this podcast was helpful and I really hope that you're going to sit down and use it in your business I swear to you, these tips are going to transform your life, transform the way that you see social media, and maybe even, maybe even for those of you who say you don't like social media, it might even get you to enjoy the process. Because what's business if you can't enjoy some of it? Like, you must be able to enjoy what you do. That's the point. So even though organic social media marketing for business is going to get increasingly tougher as time goes by, And don't even be surprised to see major algorithm updates that hurt businesses even further. I believe that by using some smart tools, we can overcome these challenges and have blossoming social media profiles, social media brands, social media platforms that work for our business objectives. Guys, as usual, I love you so much. Don't forget, you can reach me on any social media platform at lebulion underscore sa at l-e-b-o-l-i-o-n underscore sa reach me there let's have a chat let's tweet if you understood things in the podcast and you want to you know say something nice you're welcome to tweet me if you have a critique tweet me as well but also know that i'm also going to you know respond adequately you're also welcome to to give feedback on my soundcloud or any of my other platforms where i post my podcast but yeah i wish you the best of luck in running your business let's smash the next half of this year from july to december let's grow our businesses let's grow our knowledge let's grow our communities and let's be stronger let's be for let's be formidable competitors i love you guys lots and i wish you the best in life until we speak again let's keep thriving let's keep moving let's keep going because that's what life is about and that's what entrepreneurs students professionals all of us were all made to just keep going and achieving because we are all capable of doing it until next time i love you lots Lebo Lion.